No longer in apartment 125, but it is surely unfiltered. Welcome back to 125 Unfiltered. March Madness has started, and boy, has there been some madness. Chaos everywhere. Number one seeded Purdue going down to fairly Dickinson University, the second 16 seed to upset a one seed in NCAA tournament history. Arizona going down. Virginia losing in the most bizarre way possible. I've got it all covered for you right now. Let's go over the first round of the NCAA tournament. First impressions, a good amount of chalk, but a few massive upsets. Let's start with the elephant in the room, Purdue. Now, I obviously had Purdue winning the first game. I, I don't think you can necessarily pick a 16 seed to win a game, especially when they were one in was it 150 going into that game. But I did pick Purdue to lose to Memphis in the next round. And honestly, I'm glad they're gone. This Purdue team sucks. The worst one seed I've seen in the tournament in the last five years. Let me explain why. Zach Eady, National Player of the Year, 7-4, dominating the whole game. And, and FDU's defense was good. It was, they were causing chaos, causing Purdue to scramble, making someone else not named Zach Eady beat you. And it worked. Zach Eady did not take a shot for the last 12 minutes of the game. Purdue was like, what, 5 of 27 on three-pointers? It was terrible. But here's what's wrong with this for Purdue. Purdue, their guards, who are young and inexperienced, Braden Smith, Fletcher Lawyer, give Zach Eady the damn ball. What are you doing? There's no reason that Purdue should lose this game. Fairleigh Dickinson was the shortest team in the tournament at like 6'3". You're the tallest. You've got the National Player of the Year. And for him not to, this is like when Baycott didn't take a shot in the last 12 minutes of that Duke game. Give your best player the ball and let him go to work. This is the time where you say, scrap the team play. Give your best guy the damn ball. And they didn't do it. And Purdue's guard sucked. Braden Smith, terrible. Seven turnovers. I mean, just terrible decision after terrible decision. Fletcher Lawyer didn't shoot the ball that well. Uh, Mason Gill is just, I mean, one for seven from three. This Purdue team is just bad. It's just, a, it's just, and, and, and this is what I've been saying about the Big Ten for like two months now, pretty much the friends. The Big Ten, they beat up on each other. They make a couple teams look really, really good. And then when it comes down to it in March, these teams are not prepared or built to win. You know who the best team in the Big Ten is right now? Penn State, who just destroyed Texas A&M. They play some small ball. They got an All-American guard. Jalen Pickett, second team AP All-American. On Purdue's team, where is that second guy? And, and it, it was never there all season. I feel bad for Zach Eady because he kind of did all that he could. But when it came down to it, this Purdue team overachieved, punched above their weight the entire season. Matt Painter seriously needs to be looked at. I'm not saying he get fired, but come on now. He's lost to what? A 12 seed, a 13 seed, and then a back-to-back tournament, you lose to a 15 seed and a 16 seed. This is coaching as well. If I'm going to get on Hubert Davis for the same thing with Armando Baycott, you got to get on Matt Painter. Give your best player the ball. Give Zach Eady the ball down low. He's actually a pretty decent free throw shooter. Stop hucking up threes because they're not going in because your team can't shoot. They made no adjustments to score about like four points in the last seven, eight minutes of the game. And FDU, I mean, more. I mean, I heard he went to the game averaging like seven points. He had 19 points. FDU was the better team on the court last night. They deserved to win. They played like they wanted to win. 
their defense just, I mean, just messing with everything Purdue wanted to do. 36% from the field for Purdue, 19% from three, 526 from three. It doesn't matter they out-rebounded Fairleigh Dickinson. They weren't the better team. And I'm glad they're gone because, again, the Big Ten sucks. And they showed it. It's not a good conference in the tournament. All right, enough of that. Payment hot for today. How to get that off my chest because, man, I'm just so sick of the Big Ten talk. And I'm so sick of them having so many teams in this tournament when all of them just don't perform well. And your team, your best team, your the team that wins the championship goes out like that. Last thing I'll say on this, actually, because I, I tweeted about this yesterday. In my opinion, this is worse than UVA loss. It is one thing. And I'm not even going to go at the angle of Fairleigh Dickinson didn't even win their conference. They were, like, not even in the top 300 in Ken Palm. And, like, the biggest margin of, like, of uh, rankings, analytics. I, I don't care about that. And, yes, Fair, uh, Fairleigh Dickinson was in the first four. It's one thing if UMBC just gets hot. And they start hitting three after three. And this guy, Jarius Lyles, just starts going to work. And he's making everything in his path, hitting just tough, tough mid-ranges, tough layups. That's one thing. It is another. Fairleigh Dickinson only shot 36% as well. Didn't have a good offensive stretch late in that game. It's one thing if you're the number one seed put up 58 points on awful shooting and you're actually in the game, but unlike other one seeds, you can't get a grip on the game and especially when you have a chance, they lost it. Fairleigh Dickinson won the game, obviously, but UMBC, they took it. That was more UMBC. For me, this is more Purdue. I think that speaks volumes. I mean, this is the worst loss in NCAA history in the tournament. Biggest upset in the tournament. So, yeah. I think it's worse than the UMBC loss. Probably bull take. All right. Um, my bracket. I have 220 points. I missed West Virginia, missed Charleston, Virginia, NC State, Arizona. Man, uh, lost five out of eight in the South. Not great. Obviously lost Purdue. Memphis lost in a heartbreaker. Uh, hope Penny Hardway's water bottle is okay. And then Louisiana, Providence, both lost. Louisiana, very close. There is one pick that I did change. That uh, Obviously, I'm on vacation right now. Didn't get the chance to make an episode before the tournament. But I switched from Iowa to Auburn because I heard that Auburn was playing in Birmingham, Alabama. Pretty much a home game. They won by eight. So I got that right. And then VCU I missed. So in the bottom half of the bracket, the only team I missed was VCU. Now, again, a lot of chalk. The entire West was chalk. But I got Pitt. I got Xavier. Uh, I got Penn State. All five seeds won, so my 12 fives obviously did not hit. So yeah, I got I got two upset picks right with Penn State and Pittsburgh, but only seven lower seeds won, which is quite surprising for, for a tournament that's already had some big upsets. Uh, I'll talk about Arizona real quick. Uh, Princess Big Guy, Tosin Awoma. Bucket. Guy's good. When you have a point center who can really ball like that, I heard some rumblings on some sports podcasts saying that that Princeton could potentially pull that off. They end the game on a 9-0 run. I mean, for me, it just comes down to Arizona's guards not being good enough. Courtney Ramey, Kirk Risa, Pilla Larson. I mean, when you don't have good guard play, we saw this for Purdue. If you don't have good guard play, you're susceptible to being upset in March. They were in my Elite Eight. A little upset I didn't roll with Baylor because I was really on the fence about that. But I thought uh, Azulis Tubelis could have carried him to the promised land. And he had honestly had a really good game. But they didn't have the guard play to get it done Princeton. 
Moving on. Uh, the end of the Virginia game. My goodness, Kihei Clark, what are you doing? So I can't even, if you pick Virginia, don't even be mad at that pick because if Kihei Clark just calls a timeout, they likely win. Just losing a, a very uncharacteristic play for Kihei Clark, losing on a very fluky play, something that they would probably never do again. I mean, I know they, they let Furman back in the game. You're up 50 to 38. I think you can give him more fault there, but. I mean, Furman, what an ending. Getting that steal, forcing the trap on Clark. He just throws a Hail Mary up the court. J.P. Pegese, three-pointer, I mean, to with, with about like two seconds left. Incredible, incredible game. There were some really, really good games. I thought West Virginia-Maryland, amazing game to, to kick it off. Trying to see what other games that I, I watched I really liked. Again, Memphis-FAU, an insane ending feel for Kendrick Davis. Made a very bad turnover there at the end. Um, another one, I, I, I mean, the end of Miami Drake, Isaiah Wong had a, as worse of a game that you could ask for from, uh, from the ACC player of the year. He only went one for 10, but Nigel Pack really stepped up with 21 points, uh, ended the game like a 13-1 run. And then Pittsburgh, watch that. Iowa State, absolute embarrassment. Scoring 41 points, shooting, I mean, 20.4%. I mean, I mean, it doesn't get worse than that. I tried saying that. That was my first upset pick. And went with Pittsburgh over Iowa State. Penn State, hoping they can knock off Texas. That would be great. One, great for my bracket. But a lot of people in my bracket pulls a pick Texas. Um, I think Penn State's playing some of the best ball in the country. They beat Texas A&M by 17. Um, who else did I watch? Oh, last game I want to talk about Xavier. I watched a lot of that Xavier. I obviously watched bits of, of, of all of these games or as much as I could. Obviously, I'm out in San Francisco doing, doing my thing. Xavier. I mean, they were left for dead. They were down 13. Kennesaw State was just dissecting their zone like it was nothing, getting easy baskets. And it all changed when they switched to man defense, created some chaos. Solely boom. Colby Jones got going a little bit. Jack Nungy, the MVP of the game. Huge blocks. Uh, that that block to end to end the game to stop Kennesaw State. They ended that game on a twenty four to six run. And, and then Hunter, Jerome Hunter, averages seven point seven points a game. He had a career high twenty four points that honestly kept Xavier in that game. It was really really impressive to see how Xavier stormed back. I mean, good teams if they're down like that, they will come back. And find a way to win. And even though I, I'm not a big fan of this Xavier team, especially with Fremantle out, they they overcame some adversity here. Kennesaw State really played them tough, but their offense just stalled. And I feel like the thing with Xavier all season is that they couldn't defend. But in those last eight minutes, they defended their butts off, forced turnovers, getting fast break points, getting to the free throw line easily. And that helped them win this game. So that was honestly one of my favorite games of that first round. Even though we didn't get to see the 14-3 upset, I think you got to give Sean Miller credit for switching his tactics up defensively. And even though they got heated towards the end, uh, Cockle hit that huge three. And then Nunji with that, with that big block. I'm just so impressed with Xavier's um, grit to stay in that. So looking towards the second round. Definitely a couple of games I want to mention. I, I think, again, I do still think Penn State is going to beat Texas. I'm sticking with that bold pick. 
We've got Fairleigh Dickinson FAU in the, in, the, in the round of 32. I mean, I don't know what else you can say about that. It's, it's just March. There's no other way to explain it. But I can't lie, guys. I'm worried for Kansas. I'm worried. This Arkansas team scares me to death. Because Musselman always gets it done in the tournament. He always has that upset up his sleeve. And they have the talent to match Kansas. Nick Smith, Anthony Black, Ricky Council. I mean, Council at 18. Uh, Devo Davis, 16. Nick Smith was only 2 of 10. Beat Illinois by 10. I'm more scared of Arkansas than UConn. More scared of Arkansas than Gonzaga or UCLA. Because talent wins out. And this Arkansas team can certainly pull off this upset. And if they did, I wouldn't even be surprised. So I'm horrified for my, for my winning pick, Kansas. I think if Kansas can get through this, I think they can get to the Final Four okay. This is their toughest game in their, in their path, in my opinion. Uh, Auburn, still playing in Birmingham against Houston. Houston had a little bit of a scare, pulled away. Sassery injured his groin. I think that's a big concern. I think Auburn, if Sasser isn't 100%, could certainly pull that upset off. And then, for because I, I went Charleston, Virginia, I think Furman is going to go to the Sweet 16 and upset San Diego State. So, looking at the bracket right now, I think it would be Alabama-Furman. I'm going to stick with Baylor, probably Missouri over Princeton, FAU, Duke. I'm sticking Kansas State, Marquette. Uh, I'm going to go Houston. Going to take Miami still. And then, I, I mean, I still got Xavier, Penn State. And then, uh, going to go Chalk in the West, but... Couple games to keep an eye out for for this weekend: Kansas, Arkansas. I think Furman, San Diego State will be a good one. Creighton, Baylor. I, I'm excited to see those guards face off. And then go watch the 16 seed make some history. Maybe how cool is it to see the coach call a shot? How cool is that? So those are my thoughts of the first round. Let me know how you guys did in your bracket. Again, missed 10 in the first round out of 32 games, but I still have my entire lead. Uh, I still have my entire Final Four. So I have 14 of my 16 teams in the Sweet 16. The only Elite Eight team I lost was Arizona, but a lot of people had them in their championship. And then again, I Purdue losing the very next round. So I am glad they're gone. Do not care. See you later. That's going to do it for today. Uh, I will get you guys an episode after Sunday's games to talk about. Sweet 16 matchups, and then recapping the round of 32. Been an awesome tournament. Let's keep it going. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll speak to you next time.